All right, guys. Welcome back to Adventure Fit Radio. Today, what we have for you is an episode with Dan Katz and Zach Gugurovic. Uh, it's pretty interesting in this show because um, first off the bat, before before I say anything about the actual show, I must mention when I mention the names of our guests, I, I must mention that Zach, great friend of mine, Zach, uh, he misspelled his own name halfway through the show. Um, which is unfathomable that anyone can be can be silly enough to do that. But Zach, uh, Zach, definitely, uh, if you if you go through, you'll hear it. Uh, you can skip back and, and play it again and again, and you'll notice that. Yep, he uh, he misspelled his own name. Anyway, um, Zach and Dan are both national champion weightlifters in Australia. Um, both on their way to representing Australia at the Commonwealth Games next year. Dan going to give it a real good nudge um zach just has to not fuck up and he'll probably be there um real high level athletes uh real good mates of mine uh, and tommy's and we actually don't talk anything about weightlifting in the, in the show we might talk 20 minutes in it and then it's about an hour and a half of philosophy politics uh fucking i don't even know what else but it was one of my favorite shows i've ever recorded it was an absolute ripper so you guys are going to love it. Before you listen to the show, just a uh, word from our sponsors, obviously. So, guys, this show is brought to you by Audible. Check out audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio and you will get a free audiobook and 30-day free trial. Audible is an amazing audiobook warehouse, guys. If you're not listening to audiobooks, then you are wasting your time. I really think that. I think the more that you read or the more that you listen to uh, to other people's thoughts that have gone before you and uh, the more well-rounded of a person you'll be. So it's a passive way to take in knowledge. I just walked Ziggy and uh, my dog and then as I was walking Ziggy, I was listening to The Everything Store, the book about uh, Amazon and Jeff Bezos and how he built, how he built Amazon into um, what will be most likely the world's first trillion-dollar company. Um, also, guys... We are brought to you by Quash Creative. Head to quashcreative.com and uh, check out the guys down there. So they're an Elwood-based design firm and they can help you with anything design-wise, guys. They also built the uh, intro for our podcast and uh, and great friends of the show. So use the code radio when you speak to the guys and you'll get a free SEO report or a report on your current or existing brand. Also, last but not least, we are brought to you by Adventure Fit Travel. So guys, we have just released Hawaii. So that is uh, that is eight days on the Big Island and Maui over in Hawaii for May of next year. So if you are keen for an epic holiday, we're going to be stargazing. We're going to be doing lots of epic hikes, lots of epic volcano hikes, lots of surfing, lots of diving, all kinds of just fucking amazingness. If you're up for it and you want a holiday around... Uh, around May of next year, then uh, come and see us. We're also about to release Greece and, uh, and Bali. And we have New Zealand. Mm, might be a couple of tickets on Iceland in December left by, this show, by the time this show airs. Uh, Kokoda, Australia. We've got a bunch of stuff going on. So head to www.adventurefittravel.com. Use the code word radio for 10% off. Here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And that's it. 
to die. We're here with uh, Dan Katz and Zach Grigorovich. Welcome, boys. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having us back. Um, I've already started to regret it. <laughs> going by the Since the smell came in. <laughs> yeah. going, no, I guess that and the, uh, the content so far. The content smells like the show. The, yeah. the, this room smells. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, so what's been happening anyway, guys? So, Zach... You've uh, you've been the last time we spoke. You guys were um, giving us an update on the. You guys were kind of com games qualifying stages. Mm. We're going we were, through, weren't we? We're going through that kind of stuff. Um, that was about four months ago now, three months ago, mm. whatever. It was around just it was a couple of weeks before nationals, wasn't it? No, it was before the Australian Open. That's right. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So that was the back. first comp of the year. Lots changed since then for me, but really bad for you. Yeah, I've gone up a division. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, Dan's that, game um, has come out. Congratulations, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, so the short story is I competed as a 77, had like a big build-up, I was training awesome, mm. and I did shit. And like the guy, no, I, well, I just did like the same weights that I've always done. Yeah. And Francois, who's like in front, like the best guy in the division, just killed it. And he's like, it was basically one of those totals that you just could not beat. It was yeah. like, yeah. I'd have to snatch 138 and clean and jerk 170 to beat him <laughs> yeah. or something like that. And I was like, oh, well, I could do those weights, but not as a 77. Nah. Yeah. And the 85s were kind of wide open. So yeah. I was like, fuck well, it, I'll just go up. Nice. And then I can eat whatever bigger. I want. Yeah, I've gotten way bigger. My, yeah. I'm not lifting anymore, but I'm way bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because yeah, I saw, I checked the um, stats. What was on that weekend? Something was on. The, the Arnold was on? The Arnold was on the yes, same week. The Arnold, yeah, yes, it was. The Arnold, because I tried to get down and I didn't. So yes. I, but I checked the um, checked the stat, uh, the the scorecards, and I saw you competed at like eighty kilos or something. So it was like you were mid. Oh, you were just kind of walking around weight. Is that what happened? You were eighty when you weighed. No, I think you you're 80? getting confused because he competed as a seventy-seven at the you're Australian Open, and then yeah. nationals he competed at eighty kilos. That's what I was reading. I weighed eighty kilos. I had yeah. the flu for three weeks beforehand, yeah. so I was yeah. like. A pathetic 85. I was just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just a fat 77. Exactly, yeah. 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 Or just yeah. a real skinny rat boy 85. Yeah. I know. I was just in I wasn't really yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Um, so what's going on there, Katsy? So uh, have you had a good crack at 85 kilograms? or I've had a good crack at putting on weight. Mm. Got up to like 87 the other week. Mm-hmm. I was like, shit. Yeah. Too bad I'm not lifting anymore. You're not lifting? No, so no, 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 no. I'm actually training pretty well. Yep. Um, I'm just starting to sort of like settle into the weight. Yep. So I was just kind of just fat. Yeah. And now I'm starting to actually put on some muscle and yeah. like my body's adapting to the new dynamics and the yeah. new weight and shit. But um, no, it's going well. I'm actually training pretty well. My strength's pretty shit at the mm-hmm. moment. Like my squats and pulls are pretty awful. But you're moving pretty well. But I'm like lifting big weights. Mm-hmm. Like I'm snatching yeah. big weights and I'm clean jerking big weights. But like I'm back squatting like 150 kilos right <laughs> literally I'm like I'm my back squats and my front squats are all pathetic wow. but I'm clean jerking 160 so really nothing makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what is what is love yeah exactly yeah. I don't know what's going on yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. you know the aim of weightlifting is not to do big squats and pulls it's to <laughs> yeah. do big cleaner jerks and snatches so, yeah, that's right. I'd what? rather have this situation than the other 
Yeah. So how did you um? How did you go about moving up in weight? Did yeah. you just what was your food? diet like? Because uh, what were you walking around out of seventy seven? About eighty anyway. About eighty. Yeah. yeah. I was getting up to about eighty one, mm-hmm. and it was just become really hard to cut. Because I was training really well as a 77, but I kept getting big because I was training really well. Yeah. And then just the cut was killing me. Like, mm. I'd, I'd make weight and my legs would be shaking. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I'm fucked before I'm even lifting. Yeah. And this is like, this is really shit. So then I decided to go up to 85s and I feel really good. Yeah, like, that's good. But, um, oh yeah, how did I go is putting on weight? I was really struggling at the beginning, and then I just said, "Oh fuck it! I'm just going to eat heaps of bagels and drink mm-hmm. heaps of milk." And I put on the weight. I put on five kilos in a week and a half. Bagels. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty I much. Bought, no, literally, literally, I bought a dozen bagels and I ate them in like two days. And I was drinking like a liter and a half of milk. It's just great. It's so specific. It's the, uh, it's the, the bagels and milk. Oh, bagels and milk. <laughs> What did he say to you that time? He was he, like, he, he's he, like, oh, Bill, we want to put you on some weight. He, he, he said, um, he said to me, <laughs> he, he told kept, him dad, bad dad. Yeah, 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 yeah your old man. Dietary requirements. Yeah, he, he said, um, <laughs> how you going? I'm putting the uh, putting the weight because I was the same. I was 80 kilos, trying to get down to 77. Your old man was like, you're never going to make it down there. Then I had a good comp at 79, the one you coached me at, where I snatched that one 10 years ago. And then I was coach. trying to go down, but then I got injured. So your old man's like, you know, it's not happening. You've you got to go up. I'm like, all right, cool. So it's about 81, 82. And I was like, you know, maybe getting to like 83 or whatever. Your old man's like, what's fuck, what are you doing? What's, what's taking you so long? Put the weight on, mate. And I'm like, I'm, Ivan, I'm fucking trying. Yeah. He's like, you're not obviously trying very hard. I'm like, well, I, f- I, fucking eat, I eat fucking tons of food. I eat heaps of food. What are you eating? I'm like, I eat a fucking plate of broccoli this big. I eat fucking this. And he's like, broccoli? What is this broccoli shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you got to eat the dirty stuff. you gotta, you got to get fat, then we'll get you strong. I'm like, mm, uh, okay. So you, you, you're talking. So what I did, I went home. That afternoon, that's when I had started the Krispy Kreme um, Ice Coffee Big M um, post-workout. Yeah. So I took a photo, sent it to your old man, and, and he wrote to me, good boy. And then, <laughs> and, and then, and then I went and spoke to him, and he's like, it's not enough. It's not enough. Just go. Just, just give it a real go. And then I'm like, fuck, all right. So then it started to become a pie. Uh, donut and a big M on the way home I'll take a photo but then one afternoon oh, no. I came home from training and I went past McDonald's I got a thick shake oh. two fucking because I don't eat I can't eat Big Maccas I, I, just, I just can't eat it yeah. So, but I, for me it was huge I had like an Angus burger <laughs> another some sort of big double fucking patty Big Mac or whatever they're called uh, um, large fries uh, a large thick shake yeah, exactly. it, was a Saturday, it was a Saturday afternoon after training and when I bought all this shit I pretty much just did it to make your old man laugh <laughs> I took a photo of it sent it to him and I sat on the couch. It took me fucking so long to eat. I ate it all. And I went out that night and it ruined my fucking night. Oh, yeah. It ruined, oh, it ruined my whole life. It you fucked me. Like a bit it fucking horrible. It cooked me bad. Yeah. Jesus. That's just like <laughs> a tradie diet. Yeah. You're yeah. eating oh. ice chocolate. Yeah. Eating ice nice chocolate. But, um, but, Drinking uh, pies. Yeah, yeah. Chicken pies. Going out of shop, boys. You need it. What's that? Um, the meat pie? <laughs> yeah, I Oh, the, you know the, the, the five pie? ten pie or whatever it was. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a famous oh, national pa- pie. Oh, what, what's that? Rabbit food. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Eating, eating the salad, right? I'm just, Rabbit food. I'm just scarred from hearing that at lunch. <laughs> like, you'd be eating your lunch there, you know, have your tuna and rice. Be like, you fucking eating that? I'm just eating my tuna and rice. Faggot, eat a pie. <laughs> I'm like, you can't say that to me. I'm like sixteen and impressionable. What do you mean, oh, um, But I think, like, gotta, I think Daniel's got to put in context, like understanding what his old man's. Uh, like understanding of dietary requirements were because yeah. he's a man that would like in the 70s and 80s would like eat what would he eat for like he, training he ate like 
donuts for lunch. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's and what then you got me on the fucking... four steaks for dinner bro. or something. And, and then go, oh, I never ate breakfast six... properly as a kid because I had my dad as a role model. Mm. And he'd, uh. he'd, he'd get two pieces of toast, butter them, put jam on them, take one bite out of it, and then drink three cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he ate my entire life. One, one bite... But butter, coffee. like five pieces of toast. Do you have any kidneys left, or huh? is his kidneys just fucked? He's basically made of metal. He's basically what? made of metal. But yeah. his kidneys, his kidneys, Probably, oh, they might be a bit shit he's now because the amount of Lipitor he has to have. <laughs> <laughs> but he's all right. He's his good. body's fucked. But yeah. His sharp. internals are all right. Sharp. Apparently, he used to be over six foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many bagels. Oh, he got, he got condensed. Bags. He got condensed, he got into, condensed into, yeah. a, into a metallic frame. Like his, <laughs> yeah. His nose was always condensed. Yeah. He's going to remove his brain and have like a like, little jar. Um. Yeah, so, That's yeah, because I, I put on weight really quick at doing that. I got up to 87, 88, and then your old man was like, right, okay, pump the brakes. <laughs> pump the brakes. Because I could have kept going to 90, breathe, 90, 90, 94. Oh, once you get a taste <laughs> for it, you're like, this is the best. Yeah, I know. And you like, feel like a real man, too. <laughs> Setting up for a clean, he's already overweight. Rubbing, rubbing their bellies. We can't all talk at the same time as well. We have to, um, we have to try and have I some semblance. I thought it quite good. You've been all right, yeah. yeah. You can just sit there rub your, keep rubbing your belly. Yeah, the Buddha. So, um, massive, so what do you reckon, Katsy? So, so you're walking around at 87, 88 for 85s now, are eh? you? You're pretty yeah. happy? Yeah, I'm pretty happy with the actual, with my weight. Um, i just got to get stronger. I mean, the, the other thing is because it's a Commonwealth Games year, I mean, all other years I'd kind of just be like, do my own thing, not worry about what other people are doing. Because it's Commonwealth Games year and what everyone else is doing is actually really important because yeah. you're going to be the best person. You're like sort of in, on Instagram and shit, and you check yeah. what people are doing. You're like, "Fuck, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up, I'm gonna pick up the game." Like some people posting some big lifts on, on Instagram. So who's getting around at the moment then? In, in the, the 85s. In the 85s. Oh well, the funny thing is, I'm training with probably the best 85s in the country. Like, yeah. there's me, Pity, Boris, Boris, Liam. Yeah. We're all in the same gym, so I get to see what they do pretty much every day. Did Boris win nationals? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he did a 170 clan jerk the other day. Mm. And he snatched 140. Best yeah. front squatter, like he did, a, he did a 130 snatch for three. And, Jesus. And me, Liam, and Pity were just sitting there going, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit name, though, isn't it? Huh? Shit Boris. name. Boris. Depends how you pronounce it, mate. Sick name. Depends how you pronounce it. Boris. Nah, it's shit. But shit. Boris. 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 Boris Jeltsman. Uh, Does in your gym? Do you just think of that yeah. guy? Do you think of um, that guy from James Bond, that James Bond movie? Yeah, yeah that's exactly I'm what I'm thinking of. I'm invincible. Yeah. I always just think of the Soviet Union when I hear of the Boris, the name Boris. It's like, um, I was thinking of the Simpsons as well, actually, when they go like, um, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah, Soviet Union. I thought we closed that guy's down. That's what we wanted you to believe. <laughs> no, that was flat. I'm out. Thank <laughs> you. You're talking about we closed I, that guy's down too. You lost you're talking about when the Boris Johnson rocked up to like, uh, isn't it Jerry Ford's house? Like, because he's living across the street. Oh, I did Boris say Johnson. That. Yeah, yeah, because he was like that big ass yeah, yeah. birthmark. Well, that was Gorbachev. Oh, I thought we closed that. Down. That doesn't fucking matter. I'm gonna, gonna brush up on my Soviet <laughs> leaders. Yeah. Hey, last Gorbachev. Oh shit! Soviet leaders have been on The Simpsons. You mean? How do we always talk about Marxism? Communism on this. We're like, not talking you about Marxism and no communism, one, no, mate. No. That's the first time we've mentioned it. Well, I think we should talk about the real issues of the world. <laughs> what are we talking about talking. these things that I really want to talk about? <laughs> you oh, always oh, manage shit. to steer a conversation that's into about Marxism. That's not steering. That's Especially just when you make Michael making around. a new conversation. <laughs> you make Michael. That's stealing, not hey, steering. Hey, you leave Michael alone. <laughs> Tommy's mate as well. 
Oh, yes, the old mate left winger. Let, let's talk about Michael. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we He's your mate. Bill, for uh, for the yeah, Bill for your purposes, we we have a friend who's uh, uh, well, we'll call his commie he's, bastard. Yeah, he's, he's a commie, commie bastard. He's a commie bastard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, well, he's a good dude. I like him. We can we can talk about his political agenda separate to the man. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, I let's agree not talk about that. the man. Daniel no one cares we'll about the man. man. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I like him as a guy. <laughs> As a bloke. Well, <laughs> it needs a leg to stand on. We should probably get him on the show if we want yeah, to talk about him. But, he wouldn't uh, mind. He'd, he'd laugh. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. He's, he's got good. a good sense of you. He's a pretty funny guy. <laughs> he's a good... He's, unless it's like a communist meme, you can just send me those. Very true, yeah. very true. He's just uh, a staunch communist. Well, where would you be there? Would you, would you be uh, left or, or right of the uh, the centrality? What do I look like? I, I wear... Th- a bin. Yeah, a bin. <laughs> <laughs> a bin. <laughs> oh, no, I'm definitely far right. Far right. Yeah, 100%. You're yeah. not far right. Of course I'm not. Yeah. You're like centre. I'm All like right. centre. I'm like... Oh, God, no. <laughs> you're probably... I, you know what on, I like? On social issues, you're probably more left. Yeah, 100%. Mm. It's a socialist libertarian. Mm. You're a pussy. <laughs> Shut up. No, you're not. <laughs> you don't even know what that means. <laughs> no, but you said it once and it sounded smart. I said that. Yeah, you told me that I was a social libertarian. They're just two words that you slap together. <laughs> That's sure what what pretty much like any political party ever. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so what are your reasons then, uh, Mr. Gugorovich, for being, for being slightly right of centre? What are your reasons? Logic. Yeah. <laughs> social justice warriors. Look, look, we can go into this for hours and hours and hours and you can spin your, spin your wheels for days about it. But at yeah. the end of the day, if... It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The social justice warriors are constantly like attacking the far right and the far right are constantly attacking them. And then everyone in the middle is just kind of like, what the fuck are these two idiots doing? Mm. We've got other things to worry about besides these massive issues that you keep – These not massive, these issues that you keep bringing up. Mm. Mm. But it, instead of like arguing about, you know, what's going on at universities and where, you know, this particular group's fighting this group on campus day and one group's walking around with bats and beating the shit out with each other, yeah, that's an issue. But mm. like – is that really a problem when we got social welfare things we can worry about? The, you know, even that the gay marriage thing. Like, mm. you know, we've got other things we can worry about. Mm. And mm. on the gay marriage thing, once they vote on it, and everyone can shut the fuck up and yeah. move on with it, so then we all be happy. Yeah, because I feel, I feel like most people just want to move on. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. no one, no one's got an issue with it. No, no, no one's one got cares. an issue with it. Did you see? Um, My sister-in-law's yeah. gay. I did, fucking think it's great. Did, did yeah, you see yeah, there yeah. was a, um? Did you see the ad that you you can say no ad? Did yeah, you see, that was that horrible. Yeah, and what about the what about the lady that goes? I can't believe it. They made my son. They said made my son dress as a as a um what was it as a girl wasn't it no as a as a uh, same they made my son um role play as a same sex couple at school <laughs> so like, what the fuck's wrong and, with that yeah. no but having said that why the fuck are they doing that well, I mean, I, if you if you playing a, if you're playing like a say like say we're doing Romeo and Juliet at school, you yeah. play all the characters in Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Steve. Romeo and Steve. So, but you know what I mean. Like, say I don't know what the context was. I don't know whether yeah, it was yeah. like some sort of a fucking you know Shakespearean play where there's you know two dudes in there or there's two girl, two girls or whatever. Yeah. But like, I mean, who gives a fuck? I, th- mm, yeah. I th- think. Yeah. Or do you disagree? Think, you go. What? Oh, I, I just think. Like, uh, they seem to be pushing this sort of stuff on really young kids who <laughs> yeah. don't need to know about it, I feel. You know, mm, it's like... Yeah. It's like... It's like conservative Continue, Mr. Bagel. It's <laughs> Continue, Mr. Bagel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you put the milk um, in the bagel? Uh, like, I, I've noticed at uni, for instance, like, I go into the student centre 
and there's like there's a sign saying like say no to transphobia mm. and stand up for LGBTQI <laughs> I just felt like I saw that post like like say no to transphobia I'm like who the fuck's transphobic yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like it's like they're being outraged about something yeah. that's like it's not even a thing like yeah. I don't know anyone True. who goes fuck I hate trans people <laughs> yeah. no one says that's so that. true no yeah. that's right that even anyone from Tasmania I, I agree with you well, to that I, I, agree, <laughs> true. I, agree, I agree with you to that degree I, I don't agree so much like I think kids like kids need to know that it's cool to have fucking two dudes together in a yeah. relationship and so I don't think it's too too young to like you know just have that as part of the but whatever why it, doesn't the need to be playing. forced upon you but, but the thing like I always make a point of um, and I, I've copped some heat about this but to your point and I don't know whether you agree with this one is like blackface so blackface for example there was, a, there was a kid in Frankston that got hammered from pillar to post because they had a um, rap and R&B night mm. at the Frankston Football Club and he dressed up as like Nelly or whatever, painted himself black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this kid had no idea what blackface was in the 1910s in America yeah, or whatever, yeah. you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone got – he got absolutely hammered. And then they, I remember Nick Natanui um, was interviewed in the paper about it and he said that I used to love when all the white guys would paint – white kids would paint themselves brown as, um, as – and wear my jumper. I used yeah. to love it. But now that I know the history, I think it's um, really sad that they haven't been educated well enough. And I was like, and I was like, well, hang on a sec, Nick Natanui. Yeah, that's super like critical. you loved it, and you weren't educated well enough. Yeah. But yeah. now that you are educated well enough, people that aren't educated well enough are in the uh, wrong. Are in the wrong. It's you exactly. I, mean? so, I totally so, agree. So to to your point, like making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, like, exactly. There's not even a fucking issue there. So yeah, don't make an issue. I can, I can like- see how you could get offended by it, but I mean, in, it's it's all about putting it into context like yeah, in the exactly. context of those kids it's like a it's like a homage to Nick Natanui they're not they're yeah, not doing exactly. it because right. they're trying to insult him yeah that's right they're not like oh fuck black people they're yeah. like I love this black yeah, guy yeah yeah you know now, I would have thought that would be a sort of positive I, I thing this yeah, black guy. yeah, yeah totally. that's right totally. and, there's, and there's a lot of these things like a lot of these cultural issues that have this hangover in society I mean I believe that the longer we talk about it and the longer we make them a huge issue the longer they'll stay around you know the day should it, it should come to a point where you can dress up as whoever the fuck you want no matter what the fuck like you can dress up as mm. two gay guys to, to a party and, and act all camp if you're a straight guy you can, should be able to dress up as Black face or, or put on a... Purple face. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah, but... And then... And nobody cares because it's not an issue. So the longer we make it a... But that's my opinion. And I know... I agree. A lot yeah. of people... I tend to agree with A, that a lot of people well, don't man. agree with me, but that's how I feel about the whole thing. A, a good example is um, my girlfriend's mum works at a library and she said they have these stickers that they put on books to indicate that it's a family book mm-hmm. and it'll have like a mum, a dad and a kid. And now they can't use those stickers... Because it doesn't take into consideration like non yeah. sort of traditional families, mm-hmm. but I'm like, everyone knows what that means. It's yeah. just a symbol. Like yeah. you shouldn't yeah. get offended by it. that. Yeah. It's like that's how families start. You need to have a man and where, a woman, and then yeah. they make a kid. <laughs> yeah. Where do you draw the line? At what point? Like, yeah, not I say right. drawing a line. Like, but where do you kind of say, okay, like they, for example, like you know oh, that's all right, but like at what point does it become unacceptable? Well, not like, unacceptable to go, well, come on, guys. Like, how far are we going to push this issue to make – you're making, an, like Bill said, a mountain out of a molehill. Like, where do you say oh, – where do you stop? Because if you do say you want to – like, if you say, oh, we've got to stop here, mm. you're instantly ridiculed as, oh, you're transphobic. Oh, you're, you're mm. anti-gay. But that may not be the thing. You may not have any problem against it, but you're instantly labelled as that. So there needs to be some more discussion on that side of the coin where it's like, well, that guy just doesn't agree with me. Because too often you see people – with like you know, the, 
that agree with non-binary and stuff like that. Mm, like mm. they are instantly attack, attack, attack. There's never any open discussion on it. Like, uh, we- well, I, well, for instance, last night I was talking about this at the table with my girlfriend's mum and. Yep. Uh, Emily's sister is a feminist and she's a bit of a social justice warrior. Mm-hmm. And she was, well, she was arguing for the case that no, they shouldn't be a symbol for a family because it does, you know, that's offensive to some kid that, you know, he's got two dads or mm-hmm. whatever. And I, I was just like, yeah, but <sighs> fucking hell. It, uh, it's a slippery slope argument, yeah. which yeah. I'm going to have. And it's. Just, and she goes, well, that's just a slippery slope argument. I'm like, yeah, but that has merit, mm. you know, because this my argument can less than go yours? too far. Yeah. Because no matter no matter how much we accept, no matter how much we cater towards these people, it's it will never be enough. Yeah. Because people, I think at the core of it, people want to have a cause to fight for. Yeah. And people want to be on a team. Yeah. That's right. And I don't know when it will end. Do but you know it's like I, a it's just like a symbol. It's, it's a, a symbol. symbol. It's a symbol for family. Like, whereas, because it's the most common way that a family is, is put together. So, for example, like, if you want to say, if you want to have a maths textbook yeah. and you want to have, or you want to have a, a logo for a maths company yeah. and you have a plus and a minus, that doesn't mean that fucking the percentage symbol, the divided symbol, yeah. the fucking whatever, it doesn't mean that, that none of those can be used and that none of those are applicable. It's the most common form of, like, that will, people will relate, oh, that's maths. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's still 98% of the fucking families are yeah, man and woman, you know? Well, is like, I hear a lot of this stuff about when, you know, just very, very sort of, I'm going to say it, far left-wing people or social justice warriors or whatever you want to call it, they go, oh, no, you can't do that because that's fucking, that's offensive to him or that's offensive to her. It's like, well, who are you talking about? Like, I don't actually hear them saying, exactly. hey, that's offensive exactly. to me. They're you just get a lot getting... of people saying, oh, that's offensive to trans people. Or that's offensive. Like, where are those people going... Uh, yeah, I actually do find that offensive. They're not... It's like they're Jordan... They're there. They're getting, be- uh, like, offended on behalf yeah, of people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And in the case of this library, mm. they're doing it because they don't want... They don't want to get into trouble. Mm. Mm. You know, they're not doing it because totally. this is a cause Absolutely. they care passionately about. Yeah, that's right. They're just like, oh, we don't want to get hounded by people... Totally. ...for having non-traditional... I mean, yeah. only traditional family symbols. Mm. And so, that, that is what the right tend to say about the whole university college campus situation yeah. is that a lot of professors and deans are, according to them, taking a step back and going, oh, you know, we just don't want to get in trouble, so we're just going to let all these young kids you choose know, their own direction. Choose but their own that's, direction. That's, that's the problem know? is with that because I think it's more evident in America than in Australia because oh, you see constantly in the news, like I, I was one the other day, they had a big punch on riot. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. The, de- the, the, the lecturers and professors and that took a step back because the dean didn't take a leadership position mm. on it. He was like, uh. mm. well, isn't that your job as an educator yeah, right. and a mentor to these kids so you can direct them? It's like, well, probably people probably get angry, you know, like, because not many people like Jordan Peterson, but he's generally right. Yep. Like, you, you know, that, that podcast you introduced me to, um, Jordan Peterson, and that one where he talks about. I'm only being attacked by the, the, the students at these left-wing rallies mm. where I'm being shouted down in lecture halls for voicing my opinions, but yet I don't hear the trans mm. or the gay people saying, you're wrong. He yeah. actually hears the opposite, mm. you know. And it, it, like, you know, take it for what it is. Yeah, it may be a small minority of those people. It might be a large majority of those totally. people. They're taking it and they're going, thank you. Mm. This isn't a, people are trying to fight a battle for us that we don't – we just want to move on with our yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm pretty, I'm well, pretty sure. They find what happens is when these guys actually try to engage these people that are protesting them, mm. they don't actually have an argument. Mm. And they don't want to discuss. No. Like, they don't want to debate with them because they're like, 
well, I don't actually know enough about it. I yeah. just was sort of tagging along and I wanted to scream at people and it's it's very it's just tribalism essentially. Oh, it's, it's totally people, tribalism. Everyone wants a sense of belonging, it's like isn't it? Society's so polarized at the moment. People are picking teams and then just mm. I don't know. It's very like like Zachy said. Like it's very very much evident in America at the moment because people are just so anti-Trump or they're so anti-Hitler. So automatically people just go zoom. And people are on two sides. It's I like, know. Fuck, I fucking like, what's hate going that. on? I think everyone it's, in America is pretty anti Hitler. Yeah. No, no, well, no, but the <laughs> thing is, everyone's. Oh, Clinton, Clinton, Clinton. Clinton. <laughs> Shit. Jesus. I mean, say Hillary. I, I think I put Hillary and. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. It's Hillary. the same thing, Tommy. Like, Hillary, Hillary. Hillary. Anti Hitler. Fucking hell. The thing is, the problem in America. I'm going to say that I'm anti Hitler. The problem in America is that anyone who's right wing is a Nazi now. So it's like. You know, totally. n- everyone can't be a Nazi. Mm, mm, mm. It, it, the word ceases to have any meaning if everyone's a fucking Nazi. It, yeah. the, the odd thing is, is with the Nazi thing, is you have um, like a, I follow a lot of like gun guys on 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 Instagram and so on. They generally like ex servicemen. They, they talk a lot of shit generally. Mm. But one guy put up a really good post, and he's like, uh, "Was it like sixty or so? Two hundred thousand Americans died." So you know this flag like had like the the the, the, the swash sticker and stuff oh, like yeah. that, and it's just like he goes, but and they think it's okay to drag it around, mm. like that doesn't make any sense. He goes, and this was talking about the right wing guys in uh in, yeah, the, yeah. in the south, you know where they had the big the torch burning ceremony and shit from like the nineteen thirties. Yeah. It's like he was like, hang on, this isn't an American thing. These mm. guys are saying they're American. I'm an American. Yeah, that doesn't represent me. And it was like that one in the city that um. I believe our friend was engaged with. Yeah. yeah. Um, that picket or rally, as we'll call it. Um, there was a, they asked, I think it was really kind of biased news as well, because the first thing they did is they asked one of the, the women from the Rise Up Australia Party or mm. Australian First Party, so basically Nazis. Yeah. And they were like, uh, you know, oh, how do you feel that? We're sticking up for Australian values. And that was all she said. And. Oh, no shit, for real. She had a swastika tattooed on her oh, neck, wow. up a lapel here, and then like an armband. I'm like, huh. But then it was really odd because they asked someone on the far left yeah. who they gave more airtime to. You know, to be fair, they actually that girl on the left was actually coherent and could give a better yeah, yeah, set yeah, yeah. of kinds. But it was like she still had like you know hammer and sickle. The hammer and sickle. <laughs> I'm like, but there both of those ideologies, they're both shit house. Yeah, they're both yeah, shit. totally. They totally. both killed a, a lot of people. Absolutely. For little gain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but for some reason, like, I see a lot of socialist alternative posters at uni. And I'm like, well, why is that symbol People are loving the old socialism. It's a big thing at the moment, isn't it? Stop Socialism's it. the way to go. No. It's, like, it's, been, it's been tried. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The thing is, you have a discussion with someone of a socialist persuasion. Like, someone's like, oh, I'm, I'm a socialist. Okay. Mm. So do you... That means I don't eat meat. No, <laughs> that's vegan talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And they'll, they'll instantly go, oh, but, you know, I don't think that I, I look to Russia and, and uh, you know, for uh, some kind of vastule of socialist behaviour. Mm. I'm like, hang on. <laughs> Marxism, Lenin, then Stalin. And I'm pretty sure those guys, let alone Lenin, killed a, a shit tonne of his own mm, people in the Civil mm, War. Mm. Then Stalin's like, I want to keep this, you know, this, this socialist mm. thing going and the communism thing going. Kills thirty million of his own people mm, and two mm, great famines, and yep. then and they go on to Mao and co- keeps on going. The list goes. It's like, hang on, this doesn't make any sense. Totally, yeah. I, I don't know how that is. Like Daniel said, it's not. I don't know about the hammer and sickle. It's not accept. Not acceptable. You know. Mm. You mean why? Why is um why is the swastika 
Um, so unacceptable on the hammer and sickle is, yeah. is well, not the of, same level. You know, level you kind mean. of why because one you know was against tyranny and blah blah blah. But at the same time, like communism was just just as bad. Just well, as it's like, look what the well, uh, Nazism is is associated with genocide and yeah. 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 But, yeah. 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 but the thing is, if you look through course. history and actually. Like you don't even have to educate yourself that much. A quick mm. Google search or Wikipedia search, you know, you can find out that like the pogroms did to the Jews, which you educated me the other yeah. day, and then you in the Ukraine, and then you look at what the the Russians did to the Chechens. The Chechens were relocated in 1945 yeah. from you know, 1939 and then put back. They moved a whole people and killed half of them. You know, and I'm pretty that's sure- because Germany overruled the Chechens. In the Second World War, was it? No, no. So what oh, happened no. was is Chechnya was a – like, you know, oh, Chechnya, Chechnya, sorry, yeah, Chechnya. Chechnya, Kazakhstan and all those places were part of the yeah, Soviet yeah, yeah. Empire. The yeah. so, and so um, the Chechens were a different type of Islam as mm. well. They were quite separately – I think they were – were they a different type of – I don't know. Anyway, so they're like a little <laughs> – They're a little bit different. bag of milk. It's like, I want a bag So they were a little bit different. And what Stalin did, it was in like the late 30s, just before the war, they uh, – they relocated the whole Chechen population from Chechnya to scatter out through Siberia and through the eastern part of Europe closer to China. Yeah. And then after the war, they were like, mm, we better repopulate this. They, the Chechens came back. And then so, like, you know, they persistently killed the Chechens for a long period of time, mm. you know. Oh, that's one example, and they did it with Dude, like. There's the so peasant. many there's, lists yeah. of people that they've murdered. I mean, yeah. it's not just in Russia; it's in every country. China. That look at the China. Socialism has been, but the point yeah, is, yeah. But look at like, look at like um, European fucking colonial, colonial. Oh, that's one of the worst. Colonial, colonialism, colonialism, colonialism in Africa. Look at European cologne. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's good. <laughs> hey, I like a good cologne. Yeah, in my head. Oh, yeah, that's true. I rub it. The bagel. Um, the bagel. Um, the bagel. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ripping a dead dog. Yeah, um, yeah, you know what? I've read a um, – and you like this one, Katsy. Have you seen the book um, – or maybe you might have heard the guy's podcast when he was promoting the book called Try by Sebastian Junger? I've been meaning to read it. Yeah. I haven't read it yet, though. It's fucking great. It's so interesting. It's all about um, – it's all about like obviously tribalism and um, we talked about this on the podcast with Max, so I'm a bit hesitant to go over it again, but you guys will you, – you'll get right behind, I reckon. So I talk about – how you're talking about like before about how people just genuinely want to pick a side. Like yeah. People like to be feel like they're a part of some sort of community. And because we don't have our tribal community anymore, you know, a lot of people are stuck in, a, in an mm. office space, come home, fucking sit at home by themselves and don't yeah. have a sporting club. Don't have, they don't have anything, you know, so yeah. they want to pick a side. They want to have something they can cling to. Totally. So it's a, it's a lot about, about that kind of stuff. But some of the real interesting parts of the book are like talks about how um, – Talks about how in tribal societies, so when there was uh, when the Spanish went into Mexico and the conquistadors and all the way through South America and the Indies and stuff, that the Europeans would often see the way that the Indians and the, the native, the locals would live, and they would um, they would bail and they would go and live with them. They would go, "Fuck this, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm off, I'm off with these guys. This wow. looks way, this I- looks way better." So. Um, and the, the thing is that would happen on a very regular basis it would also happen with children children would be taken from the European um, settlers or vice versa so there would be Indian children taken into, yep. European, into the European settlement um, and when there would be children from the Indians that were with the Europeans that were growing up it would take one conversation from a tribal elder to get them back to the tribe then when there was a European child that was with the Indians, there was no case that they could ever be brought back, back. no matter yeah. what happened. There's, there was thousands and thousands and thousands of cases of um, 
thousands of cases of people deferring from Europe into these um, tribal communities and just never coming never back. Never vice versa. Never once vice versa. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of ex- examples and through all this conquest of the, Euro- the, the Europeans did and never one example of, you know, Pogahontas going back and, or going and, and defaulting from, you know, I mean, there's obviously the famous tale of Pogahontas, but there's never, yeah. never an example of an Indian going and going, Europe's mm. got it going on, I'm, I'm staying with these guys. So what do you put that down to then? Well, this, this, the, whole, the whole book, Tribe, or a good part of the book is the fact that it's very similar to like if you read Sapiens and read Between the Lines what he's trying to say and yeah. Guns, Germs and Steel, all these books that kind of talk about culture and how we do things and how mm. it's all formulated. I mean, science is awesome and we've been able to do some amazing things and we'll continue to do that in the Western world. But And I, I just like asking people that are, that are smart and, and forward thinking like, are we doing it right? Yeah. Well, that's the interesting depen- question like, because I, depends what your goal I think is. I think that way of life is more satisfying for mm. humans. Honestly, mm. I, was, I was watching a documentary. It's like a series on Netflix called 30 Below Zero. Mm-hmm. It's basically yeah. all these people who live above the Arctic Circle in Alaska and they all have these subsistence lifestyles and they're all so happy. Yeah, They live in like minus 20 degree temperatures there's this one guy, he's like a, he's a white dude and he's got an Inuit wife and he's got like four Inuit children yep. and they just, they go seal hunting, they go moose, they hunt moose and elk and all this sort of stuff. And and one thing I noticed about all people on this show is that they're all incredibly intelligent. Yep. And the amount of thought that's required just to hunt and to live in that, like it requires so much intelligence mm. just to survive. And you go, well, that's what our brains were programmed for. And these guys, I don't think they have, they suffer from anxiety or anything like that because they're living in the moment. Mm -hmm. So what do I need to get for my next meal? I've got this thing to do. I need to chop some wood. I need to go do this. I need to do that. There's all these things that they need to do and they're all content. Yeah. They love their life. And it's like, okay, we can see that that way of life is probably the best way to live. But we have a population of 7 billion plus. Yeah. And obviously, we can't go back to that. We nah. can't. So what do we do as a society to make ourselves more happy and to possibly integrate aspects of that nomadic subsistence lifestyle mm. to make us more happy? Well, do you know, well, sorry, Zachy, but like it, there's a couple of things that I want to explore with what you just said. Like our, our society is just so easy for us nowadays. And like we, like you said, evolutionarily speaking, we're built to survive. And yet all we have to do is walk 200 metres to Coles and all the food's there. It's like our minds are constantly craving something to do because we, we've got nothing to do, you know? Mm. But, there's a, but there's something else as well. In that sort of lifestyle, this, I was actually having this discussion with my girlfriend last night. She, she's just in Bali at the moment. Just going to plug her. Yeah, I've got a girlfriend at the moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was saying like, oh, you know what? Uh, Siobhan. <laughs> uh, I've just been to Bali and I'm seeing all these people and they're just so happy. Like, you know, they, you know, they, it's just so hard. Like, we're so privileged and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, yeah, look, I totally agree. Except I just feel like there's a certain degree of ignorance associated with that lifestyle where it's like, we're, we're for here, you know, white privileged males, what want to call that sort of stuff, where our, our expectation is, is so high because we have the greatest opportunity out of 7.5 billion people in the world. We have access to everything, which makes it tough. And, like, with these people, they, they don't – I almost feel like some of them, especially in sort of more um, condensed tribal environments – they, they don't know what they're missing out on. So yeah. how can they not be happy? It's all relative. It's like, I've just got to yeah. go and get food. It's all cool. relative. Sweet, I've got my food. Just with, with that you know? food thing, like 
a big thing is like, you know, you're talking about hunting and stuff like that. Mm. So I, I go away deer shooting and stuff like that. You get to shoot a fucking deer this year. <laughs> um, but the thing is, every time you go, right, so the first couple of times you go deer hunting, especially mm. for Samba in Victoria or red deer or fellow deer, it's really hard. Mm. Because you're like, fuck, am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? Am I doing this right? Am I, if the wind there, you know, you get your little puffer and you're like, fuck, it's the wind direction. Mm. So you're always checking these many variables. So you're constantly engaged with your surroundings and you're so aware of the environment you're in. Mm. And like one thing is we don't, we're not very aware of our environment a lot of the time, mm. you know. So when you're out doing stuff like that, you're, you're super engaged, but also it's, it's, you get better at it. You, you develop more skill. It becomes easier. And it's a challenge because you always need a little bit of a challenge. Challenge mm. is good because you're now going out and you, you get so much more appreciation of, I've got to shoot a fucking 300 kilo deer, mm. cut the quarters out of it, drag it back out of the bush, you know, and not waste any of the meat because mm. so I've got to feed myself for the mm. next, you know, mm. three months or so. And too often, do you, if you, I can guarantee if you were to take, you know, yourself and Bill, you'd get something out of it because you always yeah, do. And, and just that perspective like, wow, you know. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of things to do with the tribal stuff. I think one of them is one of them is what you're talking about there with like actually hunting your own food and and you know eating what you mm. eating what you've brought to the table yourself. But the other thing is with all these and I don't know I know that there's a ding going off with the I don't know where I'm trying to I'll try oh, and fix right. it. Yeah, yeah. So That's sorry just, if listeners can hear that. There's a there's a notification going off. But so but the other thing is. Like in tribal communities or hunter-gatherer societies, whatever, like even there's still a lot of people that live this way still to this day. You spend a lot more time with your family and friends. Yeah. Look like, at the Mongols. They yeah, like, flat out with it. Like, like you know, you spend like in a, in a tribal society, you'll spend, uh, you'll spend the most of your life with your whole friends and family mm. in the one, in the one mm. area, you know, mm. always surrounded by and with way, way more free time. Mm. You know, that's why I was talking to my... Um, Spanish tutor in Guatemala the other day, and we were talking about happiness, com- comparative happiness between Guatemalans and Australians, and she believes that Guatemalans are happier than Australians due to a number of reasons. And I kind of tend to believe her because they have a lot of that still to this day. So these they, they're not tribal societies. I mean, they're you know economically they're you know well behind us. They don't have anywhere near as much money as you know the proper West like we do, but. They still, like, it's a very common thing that you'll have all the kids living under the same roof till they're mm. 40 or 50, then a couple might move out, but they'll look after, the, the grandma will still be with the family. You know, it's a, it's a one congruent fucking family the whole time, like, that stays kind of together the whole, yeah. the, for the most part. It's like Whereas, a village. Well, that's, yeah. That's like a village within like a village. A village. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Greeks, you know, like the Greeks or anyone, like I know, like, because my girlfriend's Greek, and, like, they talk about their hurio, which is, like, their village, and it's like everyone lives to like like it's pretty common for most people in Greece like to live you know into their eighties very comfortably and be super active yeah because you know you live in the same house as your brother and your sister and stuff like that and it's still very much like even though it's a modern society with internet stuff like that it's still very reliant around you know growing your own vegetables you mm. know you got your goats and stuff like that mm. but you know with the plush comforts of modern you know society yeah and i like you see how happy they are mm. and especially on the islands and stuff like that obviously you know being in 30 degree weather for most of bad. the time yeah it, it makes a difference <laughs> it's good chicks everywhere yeah, yeah. yeah. that's, that's like <laughs> yeah you do you, i always notice that about the the old greek guys that chicks I yeah. locally is that they all still hanging out with their mates yeah, yeah. they're still having coffee and cigarettes mm. chilling out shooting the shit yeah, yeah and i was just thinking about my own grandparents and they they were so isolated mm. uh, and you know they'd, they'd have their little house and 
hopefully their children would come to visit them. Mm. They wouldn't really have friends or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. And I think about these these old Greek guys, and I'm like, geez, they, they've got such a an awesome community yeah. around them. So many good and, and maybe it's because they're Greek and blah, blah, mm. blah, and they have a common culture and whatnot. But I was just, I was, I was jealous in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, every time, every time I go to Oakley, I kind of want to be Greek. Lucky you look at that, mate. You're going to your birthday thing. Gassy just goes, Greek. goes there, no, buys, no, 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 buys his souvlaki and just starts walking the streets. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. boys, tell that story. Yeah. 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 Waiting yeah. for someone to talk to him. <laughs> so tell that story about when you just <laughs> get the bus stop when you're in school. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, this old Greek lady. She must have come up to me several times and she's got, Hello, boy. Are you Greek? And I'll be like, No, I'm, I'm not Greek. You're Greek. <laughs> she, just, she just would not believe that I'm not Greek. Like, Why, just, hello? Yeah. Just, just so people know, Dan Cass is really the least oh, looking Greek. That was Greek so good. That sounded yeah. like the um, pedophile of family guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's Greek. He's Greek. He's, a Greek. He's an old Greek woman. What, um, what, um, I'm a big believer in that whole thing of like happiness derived from expectation versus reality. Ooh. And uh, that, that thing of where it's like, you know, we're, we're, we're trained to go and get things and to go and do things. And once you get them, you get a sense of achievement. It's like, great, I had sex, serotonin, great, I had whatever, whatever. It's like if, you're, if your life is derived around hunting and gathering, okay, which is what we've been evolved to do, the man goes out. And he hunts the food. And, and the he, women. And the Don't women, sorry. The women. Yep. The quality, the quality, the quality. Yeah. We want, we want, <laughs> shit, no, shit, no, shit, I'm shit. talking about hunting the women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about the quality. Come with Hill to Hill me. Hill is going <laughs> in a very different direction. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, talking that that. I'm talking about Bill that serotonin. I'm talking about that serotonin. Yeah, that's right. Trying to get that serotonin, boys. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. No, but if we're trained to go out and get women and meat, they're two separate things. Shit. Then once you go and do it, you get a massive serotonin hit because you've just provided for your family. And ancestrally speaking, again, if you're uh, you're a woman, you're trained to to provide for the family and provide that nurturing and stuff. You get all those feel good hormones because that's what we've evolved to do. As opposed to our lives now, where we're training for Commonwealth Games and to to you know go to Australia and, and all that sort of stuff and compete internationally and trying to try to have the biggest travel company in the world and talk about mindfulness and all this sort of stuff, every little setback is this, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, and the, the, the goal is just so much further long term yeah. as mm. opposed to going, damn, I missed that deer. Oh, there's another one. I'll just try and get that. Exactly. Like it's, it's so much harder to get that release of feel-good hormone. Well, half the time it, it just feels like you're just kicking tires. Like, exactly. What, what, I'm not getting anywhere. Yeah. That's why they always say if you want, if you want to achieve something, you get a compartmentalize totally. and break it into smaller parts Yep. because otherwise you'll never have a, any feeling of accomplishment yeah. whatsoever mm. especially like you know Commonwealth Games or something like that that's such a seems like such a lofty goal yeah and it's like well how do you know that you're getting closer towards that mm. whereas some of these goals yeah. are much more immediate hunt something you yeah. got it or you didn't get it yep. mm. after something else they're immediate have sex, goals make baby yeah, and we and like I, I feel like we all have such lofty goals these mm, days. Definitely, and we never, when most of the time we're not getting anywhere. Mm. So well, it's depressing as shit. Very depressing. It's, yeah, exactly. Yep. And I, I feel like that's where a, a lot of anxiety comes from. Yep, is just this feeling of uh, I don't know. I'm not doing anything. Not I'm getting not worth anywhere. Anything. I'm not. Wor- I'm worthless. Yep, totally. And that's only going to get worse as well because. 
the, the way that we look at things now is we don't look at things as in a realistic, okay, sit down with your family and, yeah, exactly. and lay out your goals. This is what you want to achieve with your life. Rah, rah, rah. You go on social media and the people that followed the most That's are right. followed the, by the most people for a very – yeah, for a reason yep. because they have the flashiest, fanciest, coolest, fucking prettiest, yep. whatever. You know what I mean? So our default now is like you flick through your Instagram and the people that you follow, like depending on what you do or, or, or what – you know, areas that you're interested in, you're always seeing 15, 30 seconds of the best of the best. I'm better than you. you I'm know? better like than our, you. I'm our better goals, than you. Our goals are just always, yeah, our goals are always so... Expectation versus reality. Yeah, so so high these days with, yep. mainly with social media. That's why I think social media will be, you know, a problem in the future. I think it'll be, it's you know... It's a problem now. Definitely, definitely a problem. Yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. I think there'll be warnings on like cigarette packets. I yeah, hate I it. Like, yeah. I, I, I can't get off it. I'm always yeah. on social media. Same. But I, I hate it. Yeah. You know, it's... it's like they, See, isn't that I, I scary? Read, isn't I read that somewhere scary? the other day and they said, you know, 10 years ago, you uh, you went on the internet to escape life. Now you go into life to escape the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's very true. It's like, it's like the. I, I feel like the more I'm away from the internet, the internet and social media in general, the mm. happier I am. Mm, yeah. I, I've recently been finding like, because when I stopped working, obviously I had a bit more time on my hands. Like I would find that if I wasn't watching YouTube or looking at Instagram or looking at Facebook, like in recent times, like I was like, oh, "Fuck, I gotta look, I yeah. gotta look." Now I'm just like I'm, I'm trying really hard to do it, and I feel better. But you have to create a discipline because that little fucking thing is you're very dependable upon yeah. it, and you become yeah. very addicted because it's like I just yeah. have a look. So like I implemented a thing where now I instead of like going to into my like you look at my Instagram to wake up in the morning, mm. you know, five minutes in bed. I read like the news or something. So like I get a, the Google app for the news and I start yeah. reading that because I'm trying to, you got to try and stay away from it because it's, you become super dependent. Like it would make me feel, oh, I got to have a look. Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. happening? Yeah. You know, like you felt. It's literally yeah. an addiction. They've done yeah. studies on the, uh, the little red one notification sign and uh, the similarities between receiving a notification and someone having cocaine and the, the, the brain stems go off in the exact same fashion yeah, where it's I'd like you're that. craving that notification and because it's like, oh, someone's talking to me. Someone's reaching out to me. Yeah. I feel loved. I feel good. I want to, you know, as opposed to like, I need some cocaine. I need a hit. I need a hit. I need a hit. And it's programmed to be addictive. Very, like very the much. The color red is the most addictive color to see in your in your vision. It's the mm. most catchy. It's the most, uh, it gives you the biggest rush of endorphins yep. or whatever. Um, because all these guys that have like Facebook's Instagram, uh, well, owned by Facebook, obviously, Snapchat, for all the apps, whatever, whatever we're talking about here, they're all... Like Facebook itself is one of the five most powerful companies in the world, pretty mm, much. Mm. You know, and so imagine the actual research and development <sighs> going, yeah. going, going into making us that addicted. Yeah, because yeah. and and YouTube is is the next one owned yeah. by Amazon. Amazon will be the first trillion dollar company. But mm. Bezos will be the first trillionaire. So the biggest company in the world basically mm. owns YouTube. So all their Scary. algorithms, all their all their feed loops, yep. all the way that they feed you the information, like that's so that you don't ever switch it off. Yeah. Now, obviously you can, you do, but yeah. but like you can't beat the world's greatest minds like trying to force mm. us down this down totally. this path. But there's a really interesting thing with um when I read um Kevin Kelly's book, The yep. Inevitable. So he talks about the twelve factors that'll that'll uh that'll that'll uh, shape the future. And one of them is talking about the flow. I think I forget what he actually calls it. I think it's like the flow, but it's like the flow of information. So like your Facebook news feed, obviously. Um, you click this thing, it'll take you down that path. You click this thing, it'll take you down that path. And it tries to, obviously, the algorithm tries to feed you what you want to see the most. Recommended so what's gonna, for you. Yeah. Yep. What's going to keep you on that train of thought. And this is the problem that people get caught up in one 
one kind of train of thought, one conspiracy theory, one yeah, that's right. one, <laughs> one one thing to get behind. Like we were talking about before, like left left wing fucking this yeah. that right wing. This, there's this, no that. in between. There's no yeah. That's because that's because if you're if you've got I turn on YouTube right. I turn on my Apple TV. I, first thing I go to is YouTube. At the moment, my whole YouTube is. Uh, NBA basketball, UFC fighting, fight on the kid, Joe Rogan, and Ricky Gervais. Mm. That's the only things I'll ever see. Mm. And yeah. I have to, I have to go into my subscriptions to look at stuff like the travel pages that I subscribe to, whatever. I have to go subscriptions rather than the home pages. Suggested things. Suggest, yeah, suggested yeah. things. So true. So what Kevin Kelly talks about is that's going to get so. It's already so good. Yeah, yeah. It's already, it's already so good, so streamlined, so amazing. But what needs to happen, and what hopefully will happen in the future, is the suggested. Things so say say we're talking about transgender fucking um, you know the transgender movement in and the the pronouns in fucking America like we we're talking about before yeah so somebody's going down that rabbit hole like yeah, fuck yeah. whether they're on left wing so good left yeah. wing so good whether Everyone's they're on one well. side one side yeah, or the yeah, other yeah. at the moment the way ways. it works is you get fed all of that yeah, side of the side mm. of the story so yeah. what what. They're, I think that there's a lot of people that are, that are working on it or they're, or they're trying to bring it. So what, what the idea is or what Kevin Kelly's idea is is that you need to have the information that we get, you need to have, hey, it's really interesting Two that sides. you like this train of thought. Have you ever thought about watching these videos yeah. that are the opposing train of thought yep. so people don't get that one-sided no. fucking news feed? No, they're, they're positive feedback loops. Yeah. You're just like, oh, you like that? Here's some more. Here's yeah. some more. Yeah. I never thought it, it like keeps that. getting worse. Totally. It's scary. I can't escape your own mindset, and that's that's why like that's why it's so dangerous, and that's why Facebook got a real mm. a real bad rap at one point over the last couple of years because Facebook are very left wing. Mm. Facebook were feeding like that, Buzzfeed uh, and uh, all that sort of stuff. Well, fa- Facebook, Facebook, Facebook like one style of news, yeah. and that would get a more more of a play on Facebook's algorithm, you know. Yeah. And that's that's kind of illegal. Like you can't feed people your viewpoints as Facebook. They have like a they is have, that a propaganda. That, yeah, kind of. Like they have like, a they have a responsibility. They're, they're the biggest fucking platform yeah. in the world, news platform in the world. They have a responsibility to be even, you know. Yeah. So, so that's the problem. Like that. That's why these trains of thoughts get so fucking solidified think- and so solid and so strong. Because at the moment, the way that the internet's so young, and the way that we we use it, and the way that it's grown, like no one's taking into account. You need to have people that are fucking, you know, getting a well-rounded argument in in whatever they're. The, the problem is yeah. though, is that. Say you want to get another perspective, the the other perspective is so far on the other side that you're just going to discount it straight away. Yeah, yeah. It's because in order to get heard, yeah, you've they already... need to be so contrary. Oh, yeah, and I don't know, man. It's it's I never it, thought it, of it, it like is that. Dangerous. Yeah, it's crazy because it? it's oh, really it's really it's interesting crazy. how like we have more access to information than ever before, and yet people a bit like. Uh, listening to smaller and smaller subsets of information because they only listen to what they agree with already because they have the ability to filter everything. You don't just open the paper anymore like you used to and just go, oh, I only want to read this type of article. You can't do that anymore. I mean, Uh, you can do that. But you don't. But you never used to be able to. Well, this is the thing with, like, even we were, before we started recording, we were looking at my recommended for you on YouTube and, like, uh, even as a person, I'll describe myself more or less as a centralist with just ideas on both sides, left wing and right wing. I mean, you know, I just don't care uh, so aggressively about things like that. But on my recommended for you, there's Milo Yiannopoulos, who's so far alt-right. 
you know, and he's mm. a provocateur and he's a troll and all this sort of stuff. And I probably watched a few of his videos because he's just like, like I said, a provocateur and he, he can be funny and he just yeah. goes to pro people. But that is probably subconsciously feeding an ideology into my own mind, you know? No, but you're you're taking, you're probably taking bits yeah. of that that you agree with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's right. You'd be like, oh, I disagree with that, but I agree with that. Yeah. I disagree with, I mean, you can, you can listen to the other side and be like, I agree with that. Yes. I don't like that. I I just it seems that people are buying into one one person too much. Yeah, it's like exactly. everything this guy says, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we saw that with uh, there are grey areas. This, this is stuff with education, though, as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, after two thousand and one, nine eleven, the um, terrorist attack in the World Trade Centers, and that you people went out and they interviewed um, poli- uh, people on their political stance, and people would say. Uh, yeah, you know, like I don't agree with everything George Bush says, but I mean, he's a he's a Christian, and I'm, uh, that's why I'm with him. Or like people do things like that. Where it's like, I mean, I, I don't like everything George Bush says. Yeah, well, well, the the Southern America, like, that's a bit of a crap. They literally say they, you know, I don't like fucking towel head motherfuckers, so I'm gonna go with George W. Bush. I'm just like, yeah. where's the education on that? They're following just one person because of some very small aspect of his life. Well, you know? well that's that's what people are finding about the whole Donald Trump thing is that they say, well, you know, a lot of people were voting for him because, you know, he said one thing that they agreed with and yeah. they care about that more than they care about every, anything yeah, else. Totally. So they go, I'll vote for this this guy. Yeah. And then people say, oh, you voted for him? You must be a fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. And then it, gets, it just gets so muddled up. It's like, no, he just is really passionate about that one thing. Yeah. And because we've got this two-party system, that's how you decide who you vote for. Yep. It's like what is most important because each person is going to have things that you agree with and you disagree with about them, but you got to decide what you care about above all else. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I, just, I just don't know how to get around it because, you know, with these politicians, obviously they're going to say whatever they can to hold power. Yeah. So that's why a lot of these social issues are getting sort of politicized, you know, like very much so. You know, like yep. gay marriage. You're seeing that so much and it's like Shorten's pushing it because he knows the liberals are against it and so he can get sort of some political gain yeah. out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well that's the thing. I mean, you know, people will follow Trump to the to the end degree because they everything Hillary Clinton says is just terrible because it's just been built up by like what you were talking about before but with all that recommended few like i swear to god you know i'll be on youtube and then in two hours time i'll be i would have clicked one video and then all of a sudden i'll be in the fucking rabbit hole of youtube convincing everyone that you know jfk was assassinated by fucking people on the inside and like and then i'm have to take myself out of it and go what the fuck am I saying? Like, I don't know. I've just watched one whole side to that. You know? so, yeah. Isn't it crazy, just by the way, how involved we are in American politics? Yeah, I know. I know. Well, how crazy is when America, that? When, when America sneezes, everyone catches it cold. I know. It's, it's just like my mum is obsessed with American politics. Like, she reads article after article. She's subscribed to, I don't know how many news services. And she's just talking to me about, oh, you know, Congress did this yeah. and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mum not fucking American. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, why are you so into this? What do you this? mean I'm not American, bro? Dude, oh, last night, you, I was you think that she, was, she knows more about it than most Americans do, but I'm finding that, not just with my mum, but a lot yeah. of people are like so into American politics yeah. and what's going on over there. But mm. I guess they do, I mean, they... Well, it affects yeah, everybody. They're the most powerful nation on earth, so yep. what they do concerns us all, but... Yep. Well, it's more just tabloid 
Like it's just the tabloids, really. Like who who really knows? As the average Australian, who really knows about fucking Trump and and Hillary Clinton's fucking campaign policies and the like Russian involvement, what they were what they were promoting and what they were mm. you know for, for and against. It was like watching Bold and Beautiful. Exactly, yeah. you know? and their policies don't affect you. Yeah, yeah, they're talking about healthcare and stuff, and you're and you're like, well. What the, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I got Medicare. I, believe I got Medicare, care. bro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm with Medibank Private. <laughs> <Yeah. fine. laughs> so why am I worried about this? But I don't know. Maybe it's because a lot of these things, these platforms that we're on, they're American. Of course. Yeah, yeah for sure. I can't the world's Americanized. Um, yeah. I, mean, I can't remember who I was listening to, but someone said that, like, instead of having all these political debates, we should just get all of the world's leaders, world's leaders, all the world's leaders just fight it off in an octagon. And whoever wins, then they can <laughs> like go that, with their like politics. Like that Russian one where they punch on, like, in the, the, the half in basketball that. cage. Have you seen <laughs> what? it? What? No. Haven't you seen it? It's like, I've uh, seen it when they punch on in, in the um, parliament. No, no, no. So there's like this. There's like the, now. There's like in. It's like have a guess. Russia and Poland. Yeah. It's like he's exactly the same as it's. It's MMA. Yeah. But it's a team MMA. Are they in suits? No, no, no. <laughs> have you seen the, the suits of armor? One? Oh, I like, mean, like got... a Royal Rumble WrestleMania. <laughs> no, where it was just no, no. You have to look this. Wait, is this real or is this like this a is funny, actually a funny thing. meme? <laughs> this is a thing. This is actually a thing. There's like five or six, say like, like five Polish dudes and like five Russian dudes. They're like they're fighting an actually sanctioned sport. That's sick. And they just. Hit each other. But the problem is, if you've got like a Bill on your team, yeah. and he gets knocked out first, yeah, which then- would never happen. <laughs> Bill, you, you know, know what I'm saying? He snatched 105. <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> You're fucked because yeah. now you're one man down. Yeah, yeah. So like it's like um, team MMA. Team dodgeball. Exactly. Team dodgeball. But then there's that other one where they like it's dress right. up as knights and like beat the shit out of each other. Well, like, you know who would win though, don't you? Old mate Putin's a fucking black yeah, belt. Yeah, he's in, a fucking uh, black belt. He would fuck he everyone would up. He would fucking kill <laughs> anyone. He would just annihilate everyone. You've seen his hip Fuck his dog on. He's gone. So is there going to be a World War Three? Let's. World War Three. Yeah. Mm, is he on? Nah. Yes or no? There's no. not going to be World War Three. Are, are we talking about, this, are we talking about the North Korean thing? Yeah, yeah, the whole no, just, just, well, it doesn't need to be North Korea, but will there well, be okay, a world war? Based the next, on, no, no, based on the current tensions. Yeah, the current, the tension, current tensions, there won't be a World War III. Yeah. This is what, this is what, okay. Well, they'll just swing People their People will just, I, I maybe disagree with me, but I, I think I know just a wee little bit on this, like just a bee's dick. Yeah. If, say for instance, if North Korea attack with conventional weapons, South Korea, they estimated about... Three million people will die in South Korea in the first 30 minutes of an engagement with North Korea. That's cool. Yep, that's bad. It's terrible. Once that happens, this, the Americans have two aircraft carriers mm-hmm. based in the, in the um, Sea of Japan right now. They will level North Korea in the first two hours. Mm. Now, like, that's going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. It's, going to be, it's going to be a lot of people die and it's going to be terrible. The Chinese will not, when it comes to the crunch, go, look, America, we're going to step in here like we did in the 50s. Mm. We're going to, you're going to step in and you're going to say no. They're just going to go, huh. What do you do? There's going to be some kind of like, you know, carving up of the of, of that of that country where the Chinese will implement, well, you know, probably t- the Americans, if they were smart, they'd put forward some kind of, you know, t- China, you take the, the, the lead on this as a rebuild yep. of this country. That'd be the, the thing because China, China got too much to lose. They got bigger things to worry about mm. than what's going to happen with North Korea. But in saying that, like, that's just what my opinion is and what I've read and what I've seen. Yep. It could go the whole, it could go completely to shit. It could end up like a whole World War One situation where mm. all of a sudden, well, he's got to step in for him and he's got to step in yeah. for her and next minute the Russians are, the Chinese are fighting us. Yeah. But the likelihood of that happening? I think what's more likely at the moment from what I'm saying is not a, like a world war, but 
countries sort of imploding Proxy. from within. Yeah. Like I'm, you're seeing a lot of countries. There's a lot of shit going on in countries, A lot of shit going on, lot in of shit going on and lots of different factors. It's yeah, not, yeah. It's not one thing. It's not just immigration. It's not yep. just whatever. A lot of these countries are on some very unstable ground at the moment. Well, I mean, even talking about America again, where that, that recent riot where the Nazis like bowled down a couple of your... Uh, of the left wing is in a car. Like, that's pretty fun, cool. I know that's just one that's, little yeah. very but small thing. But it's not thing, just one thing. There's, but there's, there's a lot of things of going on, yeah, hasn't there? there was, People are hating each other. So, I, like I said before, I follow a lot of uh, right-wing First Amendment guys. And they said, I remember one of them said he got, pull, he got pulled off. It's called tactical shit. He's got like 600,000 followers. And uh, he said, if Hillary Clinton takes, wins the election and tries to take our freedoms away from us, there will be a fucking war. Mm. And I'm like, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You had one of those, mm. and that didn't work out really well at all. Mm. Mm. So, like, this, the, in this, there's just this ingrained mentality, I think, in America, that the right are just as bad as the left, mm. and there's there seems to be more and more people less in the middle. Mm. You know, so, yeah, well, that's right. I, I, I doubt course. that I could, would see America because I think it kind of fundamentally, like it comes to crunch, they would never do that. I don't think America will ever implode. Mm. But I think like there'll be you, more of those attacks the of things left people, versus right. Yeah. Always, like you, you're just talking to me about you know people people are hating each other. I think you said like that's just fucking. I feel like that's just the human race. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. look at every look at every ch- cut everything up into a 25 year you know generation or whatever, and then say have a look at the fucking wars and atrocities and look the countries it. that imploded. It'll just keep happening. Yeah. It'll keep happening forever Absolutely. and ever. I mean, we may be getting slightly, slightly, slightly more you know mindful of each civil. other and fuck whatever and civil and 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 you could say evolving, but <laughs> at the end of the day, like fuck, we're 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 75 years removed from fucking the second world war we're fucking we're, we're no better than no well we if were, our tribal you know, like, instinct remains as creatures of survival then there's always going to be someone stepping on the yeah, toes that's of right. i think it's just human nature i think it'll always keep happening I, I do think like i think with um with the internet and education and and i think the world is changing a little bit i think for for the better as in people but like it's all evolution and evolution takes fucking like i mean like you can't evolve in 75 years you know and it's gonna we might be a totally different more peaceful race in a million years if we last that long yeah but But, it's it's gonna take a long time i mean we're just monkeys (laughs) we're just monkeys monkeys with a very developed prefrontal cortex you know so Like the challenge is trying to overcome our base instincts, mm. which are very powerful. I mean, I notice it in myself when I start to get angry or start behaving irrationally, and I go, "This is terrifying." Yeah, <laughs> because honestly, I can extrapolate from my own emotions and mm. go, "No wonder the world's fucked." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm a it's, good, I'm a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a great guy. Most of the time, in my most shitty time, I'm a good guy. But wall. if you put me in a stressful enough situation. I could beca- behave like a fucking animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you can recognize that in yourself, you go, okay, that's why the world's fucked. Yeah, it, totally. it's, so, it's so funny uh, you should say that. Like, I think about, uh, like, you know, especially with, like, me, from when I was, uh, like, 18 to, like, 23, 22, the difference in your perspective of the world and your difference of, of how you value and totally. look at yourself changes so much. Because there was a time where I used to just go out and just, 
like punch on for the fun of it because it was like seen as the tough thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And now you couldn't think of anything worse to do, you know, like it's just stupid and stupidity, but like, it's just, you see, you look back and you go, I'm just a big monkey. Yeah, exactly. It's yep, really, no it's idea. really scary. It's, 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 well, it's, it's very scary because we are, we are self-evident. We actually can see that side of ourselves yeah. where it's like, it, this is all this, you know, very primitive behavior is coming from within us and yet you're kind of like taking a mindful approach and looking at it except to a certain degree you can't really stop it because it's just within us it's entrenched with us you know exactly and it's hard to separate what you think from what you feel like you go okay is this a base instinct right Mm. at the moment or is this something i actually think Mm. Mm. i don't fucking know yeah yeah totally it's really hard to separate that stuff do you know what I think is really interesting as well is that like we're all sitting here on phones and computers and we're, we're talking about world politics and all this sort of stuff. But this is like, you know, like, oh man, the world's fucked, like World War Three, yada, yada, yada. We're in like such a small, small time frame of of human evolution. Yeah. I mean, we've been, we've been human, homo sapiens for what, two million years or something. Yeah. Who's to say that people weren't doing this thousands of years ago and their their knowledge and generations gone? And I mean, who really gives a fuck about this one hundred years? Exactly. You know, you, know? What, you know what blew my mind with that? Like you know, you talk about evolution thing. I watched uh, he got me onto um, Neil De- Neil Neil deGrasse. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he got me onto, the, I watched the Cosmos. Yes, I was like. Sitting there, like totally. you know, he says, uh, "What was it? What changed your interstellar? Changed your life? Interstellar, yeah, yeah." That I was just sitting there going, "Yeah, it's just fuck, absolutely. Like, it's just, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter if I go and lift weights tomorrow because nah. it's this big. Well, that's right, that's right. Yeah, but it matters to me, so I went and did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you get it, and you're like, it gives you education in that regard yeah. of whatever it may be. Gives you a, a perspective, and you're just like, fuck it. But I always yeah. seem to lose uh, that perspective. I don't, yeah, I don't like, really. Oh, I agree. I agree. We are in, we the, in the grand scheme of things. So we don't even we don't even understand what's outside of our universe. Like we're, That's, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. We're, we are so even if even so if the, even if only Earth was the universe, even if Earth was the universe, we're still so fucking insignificant. Yeah. But I mean, it's all we got. So we want to. So enjoy I, it. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. We're I think not diminishing um, the fact that we want to enjoy. Like yeah, yeah we're here, yeah, have yeah. a good time. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, that's existentialism. Off, yeah. Like you're going against existentialism by what is. But I don't think you're being existentialist. No, I'm just giving you that. like something that went well. Yeah, yeah. it's just mind. Yeah. It's just mind blowing. But yeah. like, I think I think taking Zach's undertone my love for it. and approach <laughs> is great because it's like you think I'm actually going to get the Carl Sagan um, uh, quote on you know suspended in a sunbeam, pale blue dust or whatever it is. Um, like, yeah, probably dot. Yeah. Um, on my quad because I think it's a really good way to stay humble. It's not. It's not a thing of going. Oh fuck, nothing matters anymore. Mm. It's just a thing of going. Shit, what I was talking about with my missus last night, or what I was like freaking out about. Like, why am I worried about that? Like, who mm. gives a shit about that? No one cares. Only yeah. I care. And if I think about it, I don't really even fucking care. Yeah. yeah, so I know it, uh, that's uh, sort of fatalism. Yeah, it's yeah. fatalism. Where it's, it's very much where, where it's just like, well, nothing I do really. I mean, everything's sort of predetermined. Mm. Nothing. I mean, it is what it is. If I die, I die. Mm. You know, mm. and I, I, I feel I feel like that's how I've been a lot of my life. It's just it's just I just go. Well, look, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, mm. you know, either is I'll be Murphy's successful. Law? Sorry, Murphy's law. Uh, Murphy's law. Oh, well, I, I generally go by. I expect everything. I I plan for the worst case scenario. Yeah. And then I visualize what that worst case scenario is, and I go, actually, that's not that bad. Yeah. And then I get over it. They go, if that's the worst case scenario, and I can deal with that. Yep. I got nothing yeah, to worry about. Totally. Mm. That's how I deal with anxiety or yeah, worry about yeah. shit. 
The worst case scenario I think, test. I think you made me a lot more. I think become like I was in. We lived together. And I lodged his uh, his homestead. <laughs> uh, it made it give me a better perspective on like um. Uh, was on like just. I was being just saying more, we got five five or ten, and we and we have to. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the Daniel Cormier thing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> We've had a good rant though. Go yeah, on, go on. Yeah, sorry, sorry like, to cut you off. Yeah, but like um, it's just as. It just gave you a better perspective of being more relaxed with things. It's like, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. You should yeah. Be, Bill, Bill um, fucked me up then. I know, I know, I fucked you. I had no, to, yeah, I had to right. It's going really, we'll to be really good, we'll, but we'll, so fuck We're not getting onto an epic tangent. I'll have to pull, pull us away and then this I'll guy, feel like a jerk. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> 90 minutes. You should read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Seen that book? Like Mark Manson. I, I thought you were actually. I thought it was like a. You were I'm like. Not taking the piss out of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> so genuine, used to it. Genuinely, I'm genuinely. Yeah. Asking. This big weird smoke face. Like. Yeah. Like wait for the punchline. I'm like, no, no, it's a book, mate. <laughs> but um, it's, yeah, a it's rad. It's a I read it. I listen. It's rad. It's yeah. It's good. You'll like it. It's like um, it's talks about what you're kind of talking about, like to a degree. Like you have to choose what you really give a fuck about. Mm. Sounds wanky, and the first chapter's like he seems like he's trying to prove out how many swear words you can get in and how cool he is like but then it gets into some really good stuff but like obviously talks a lot about like we as people have so much fucking only so much mental energy that we have you know like you have to get yourself in a mind frame it's like kind of like stoicism i suppose like Mm -hmm. modern age stoicism where it's like you have to pick and choose what you really care about and what you don't give a fuck about like yeah yeah, that bad thing happened or or this side of my life's not working out or or this this should have been through like you have to be able to go you know I, I, i can't Waste my time on that. No. I can't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah, that's no, right. There's way more important stuff for me to focus the little fucking mental energy that I have in the day totally. on, on these positive things and stuff. And it's they're the, they're the top books that I really like. So um, like that, it's like a just a, a bloke, like mm. a, a rough around the edges fucking guy telling you it's it's not really i've read all kinds of the, the self-help books, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to Tommy about it the other day, like the power of now wise, it's like very for me, it's very airy fairy. People love it. Don't get me wrong. Tommy loves it. Most people fucking love it. Yeah, you for, say that for I me, love it. I, I take things from it. Yeah, that's I cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm okay. just using an example. Yeah, like yeah. But, you love it. But, but, but <laughs> I, I like the, You're the, a cock. the 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 kind of I don't know. I really like that book. There's 10 percent happy. I read the other day, which is kind of similar, but it's more about meditation. But like, just by a regular bloke, and you kind of can. I take more out of those. I, I think. I think for me, it's two things. One, it is choosing what you care about, like you're saying, and. The other two is being grateful for what you do have. I think gratitude is also very yeah. important. I mean, 100%. It really pisses me off when I hear people sort of rant about how shit their life is or they overplay something. You're a fucking white male. <laughs> yeah. You know, Shut up. A good example is I, I, don't, I, don't mean to, yeah. I don't mean to throw my missus under the bus. But she but, sucks. But, she, <laughs> but, she, but she's hurt her wrist right at the moment, so she can't really train and blah, blah, blah. And so she was having a bit of a cry about that last night. She, she, she was like, she was cooking the salmon and she kind of fucked it up. She's like, I, I fucked a- up the salmon. My wrist is shit. My life, my life's so shit at the moment. And I was just like, your life's not shit. You got yeah. a fucking it's awesome all, life. It's salmon yeah. shit. But I was just like, oh please. Check just, what kind of woman are you? No, no, just maintain some perspective. You know, yeah. life's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, and every guru. and we can <laughs> and we can say, oh, you know, this is fucked. This is fucked. You know, we're, we're talking about everything that's wrong with the world. Mm. But at the same time. You, you, the fact that you're born, that you are alive, is a fucking miracle beyond imagining. Everything's awesome. 
we're sitting here in a fucking studio having a chat. I'm going to go get a latte after this. Right. <laughs> Can I just... Zap Sillet sipping on San Pellegrino. <laughs> yeah. We are so fucking lucky. So yeah. gotta, you got to keep that in mind as well. Yeah. yeah. i got a sick story about that. I like, I just, it'll take two, no, it'll be two, two that was seconds. A perfect place, perfect place to end the show. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Zach's going to bring it back. He's going to go We're going to have to go another 10 minutes to find another yeah. place to end it. No, no. Hey, go, it, go, it's going to take two I'm minutes. I'm joking. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> throw some San Pellegrino. Rub it uh, you know how you're saying about perspective? I, I remember just before the last national championships, like I was like I was doing it. It was shit. It was just shit. Like everything was shit. And I, I listened to a Jocko Willing podcast. And, I, and then I listened, and then it had like, because it was, I listened to it online on, on through his YouTube, and then it had like one of his quote things like he'd made up, like a video that they'd done. Yep. And it was said, good. That's like it. It, it, says, it says, if you can say the word good, <laughs> it, it means you can do anything. And I, the, I listened to the whole fucking thing, and I was just like, Sorry. it made a massive difference to me. Good. That's all right. But I had a life changing moment. <laughs> he just got the point, you go, you go, uh, it said, good. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, is that it? Yeah. yeah you know, that's Point. That's oh, the I point. don't know. This is Ben Adventure Reddit. No, sorry, <laughs> mate. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Guys, if you haven't listened to Bill, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, yeah, it was good. No, no, I just want to say, like, because you can put perspective. If you can say the word mm. good, no matter how bad the situation, if you can go, oh, this is good. I can mm. get out of this. I can move forward. Mm. And if you keep saying it, because for me, like, I could say good meant that I could do something with my lifting. Like, I could mm. move forward and I could move forward. And it just fucking, like, blew my mind a bit. Yeah. Something simple like that. Definitely science behind that as well. Yeah. All right, better, better end it now, Bill. Well, hang on. I want to end it like this. So we've spoken about a lot of politics and a lot about, you know, the world going to shit and all this sort of stuff. What is uh, one way to to take your mind away from that and, and live a personally more satisfying life, Dan? For me, uh, a few things that I would suggest. I'd just get out of your, bo- out of your mind. And, and, I mean, you speak about this all the time with mindfulness and stuff. But for me, the most powerful thing is going to the gym, exercising, hanging out with your mates, mm. going, to, going to a happy place. You know, mm. like I love going to the gym, hanging out with my mates, getting out of my head, doing something I love, lifting weights. That's the best way for me to meditate. Focus on something, focus on getting good at something. And I don't know, just try to, and at the same time, try to maintain some perspective, show appreciation for things, show some gratitude. Basically, that that's what I would say, yeah. I, exactly the same thing like I know for me like mastering another skill so like doing it's like it's all cliche stuff like doing the doing jiu-jitsu and going hunting like mm-hmm. I know that those two different things because they're so far removed from what I'm already doing mm. that I'm just like fuck yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna get better at this mm. and it's a massive relief for me like if mm. I go and do jiu-jitsu it's like fuck yeah this is great mm. Mm. I don't even think about weightlifting and that's like really odd for me because I'm mm. constantly thinking oh, I've got to do this got to do that could be that weight you know blah 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 and just yeah remove do, trying different tasks and, and, and focusing on those tasks as well give me that release it's definitely a good way to stay humble is it like practicing something new that you just suck at yeah you know? mm. Bill um, I'm alright you're pretty good. Yeah, no, I think the What's boys What's one are... thing that helps you, mate? Uh, well, I talk about this shit all the time, but... And no one for really me, cares. For me, uh, for me um, yeah, I think, uh, think prioritising time with your, with your friends, it's a totally cliche one, but obviously for me last year, having a shit run and like the years prior, one of the big things was not, not you know, not spending time to be around the people that you fucking enjoy the most, you know? Um, fuck, totally, totally the most cliche answer yeah, you could ever get. Yeah, but it made you happy, though. Friends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it um, worked. It's actually it priceless stuff, and you can, I mean, you can, 
yeah, that's that's my little two bobs worth. Yeah, lads, anything you want to plug real quick? We're competing in next week. We compete up in Gold Coast for the Commonwealth Championships. Yes. How do we uh, how do we follow that? Uh, you can just look up the live stream. When will it be? Saturday next. It starts Monday. It starts Monday next week. So it's the fourth. Yeah. So when? Where can you see the results of that? You can look on the Australian Weightlifting Federation page, or you can follow my Instagram. Yeah. There you go. Big Papa. Or Daniel's Instagram. And what would your Instagram be? Oh well, it'd be Zach underscore Gregorovich. There you go. Can you spell that for the people? Yeah. G U R E V I C. G U R E V I C. There's not one there. G-U-R-G-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-G-U-R-